this is the Applied Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Jackie Broman from Legally Wise Women. This podcast is about how the challenges in our lives often create our biggest chance for transformation. And it's about taking the support, power, and skill of the legal aspects of those challenges as we become legally wise. In this episode, I talk with Linda Brand, who is a mindset coach a women's empowerment coach, and also a real estate agent in Florida and Michigan in the States. She's been an entrepreneur for 30 years. She's a proud mum and she loves her dog. Um, She calls herself a spirit junkie. She also hosts her own podcast called Empowered, the podcast, and uh, runs a course about the joy method and abundance and money mindset courses. So she's bringing her wisdom to us today. Um, and her practicality in business for 30 years, having seen many challenges and a lot of property deals, of course, as well. So sit back and enjoy this episode with Linda Brand. Linda, we've come halfway around the world to bring you to our audience. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you for having me. And how are you? Oh, so wonderful. Thank you for asking. Um, We're both in a uh, business group together, which is a really supportive group. And so I'd love to be able to share a lot of what you do, um, particularly around uh, manifesting and law of attraction. I think bringing that wisdom to our audience and talking more about it is really relevant. Um, So if I just say, (laughs) go, can you share your wisdom with us around that topic? Oh, absolutely. So let me just share a little bit about me. Um, I grew up in a, you know, a little bit unsupervised, negative, critical, um, dysfunctional family. A lot of us have had dysfunctional. And I got in some trouble when I was young and just overcame a lot of challenges and trauma in my life. And evolved and grew and so many things happened. And then in my early twenties, I got into real estate. So I've been an entrepreneur for 30 years. And during that time, I was always listening to mindset coaches and entrepreneurs and spiritual leaders and, you know, Tony Robbins, Brian Tracy for years, because I needed to get into a positive mindset being in sales. I knew I had to shift that And then in 2017, I started hiring coaches and they were all spiritual coaches. So I've been studying and reading the books and following all of the, um, you know, spiritual leaders for quite a while. And let's see, and then I changed my whole life last year and and sold my home and relocated across the country with my rescue dog. But there's just a lot of details I'm leaving out. But ultimately, I am I started a coaching business last year. Linda Brand coaches the website and I started the podcast empowered. And again, like you said, we did meet through a powerful women networking business group and a lot of powerful women. But um, so you asked about law of attraction, energy, and all of that. And um, the law of attraction is always on. So we're always manifesting. And when whatever you're experiencing, you create it. This is my belief. And we create our realities through our thoughts, hmm. through our actions, our beliefs, and um, we're powerful. We're powerful beings and we can change 
We can change our thoughts. We can choose new beliefs and it all works. Um, I have several books and Gabby Bernstein is one of my favorite uh, mentors and spiritual leaders. Do you follow her? I do. Yes. Yeah. So I have all of Gabby's books. I have all of her decks of cards and I sometimes journal the four questions every morning where it's, how do I want to feel today? Who do I want to be today? What do I want to receive today? What do I want to give today? Those are four powerful questions to set intentions, journaling every morning. And we do, we get to decide who we want to be every single day. And every single day is a gift. So I started gratitude practices back uh, over 11 years ago when I over I was very ill and we don't have to get all into that, but I dealt with a very debilitating illness for almost four years and I did everything in my power, spiritual, herbal, medicinal, everything I could do. But that was really the beginning of my spiritual awakening. And I didn't realize it at the time, but it usually is something that is perceived to be negative that ends up being a blessing. Very true. Yes. I mean, I often say that as well, that the hardest challenges in our lives are often our biggest chance to make a transformation. And they can come in the form of a, an illness, or they can come in the form of um, some kind of legal battle with your family, or they, uh, you know, business, going into business is one of the biggest exactly. personal growth challenges as well. Uh, uh, so I really love that. And I mean, talking about always manifesting um, you know, there's science around this as well, isn't there, that our brain with the cognitive bias that we have has certain beliefs. And so we actually look for out in the world for what we believe in rather than actually what is in front of us. And so um, what our beliefs um, filter out reality and only give us what, what we're actually filtering to believe, um, which is uh, in some way confronting for people, isn't it? To know that we're actually powerful enough to change our own reality. Oh yeah, it's incredible. And truthfully, we all from age zero to seven have um, been programmed almost like a computer or a robot to have certain beliefs through the, our parents or whoever raised us, the experiences, the energies we were around, and so that gets into the subconscious. And then, you know, they say, you know, and I believe this, that 90% of 95% of everything you do is your subconscious. Mm. So these are programs that are running. These are limiting beliefs and things that, you know, you, you don't, some people don't even know are there, but once you become aware, which is number one, becoming aware, become the observer of your life, notice what's happening and you can change it. You absolutely can. And first and foremost is becoming aware that there is an issue and that, you know, whether it's self-worth, you know, limiting beliefs around your own value. Um, I had a lot of that. Mm. Women, especially we often, you know, have these like shame and guilt and, you know, we're programmed to be a certain way and, you know, not speak up and, be our authentic selves. And so that's huge. There's so many different, you know, facets to this whole thing, this growing and evolving and, and manifesting it's, it's honoring yourself. It's knowing your worth. It, there's so many things here that, you know, help in 
you know, the people pleasing, I'm a, I'm a recovering people pleaser and codependent and all of that, right. And all and moving your body and exercising and taking care of yourself. These are all connected mm-hmm. to, um, what you're going to create in your reality and manifest in your life. It's mm-hmm. all connected. Mm-hmm. You know? And so true what you said, particularly for women around having beliefs about low value and low self-worth, Um, And then when we go into some kind of challenge, we don't think that we're worthy to ask for what we want. And so if we talk for real estate, for example, you know, trying to sell a property um, and the perfect purchaser disappears um, or um, you enter into a contract and it falls over um, or you've got tenancy issues um, and you don't enforce your rights as a landlord, or if you're a tenant, you get walked over. So, you know, all these things come back to our value and worth that we believe in, don't doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, some women are good around money and some are not. And some are, you know, like I had to heal a lot of money stuff because I grew grew up in a home where, you know, my dad grew grew up in the depression and he was had, even though they had money, he had fear and lack around money. And so like today I had, I had coffee with a um, potential business partner and and this guy has such a good relationship with money. Mm -hmm. He, he takes risks. He's plays with money. He makes money here, there is multiple income. He's not afraid his wife, you know, she's like, Whoa, Whoa, what are you doing? You know, but he, he's like got this great relationship with money and we all have a relationship with money. And I've been healing mine because I grew up in a house where there was just a lot of scarcity around it, even though they had it. And Mm -hmm. so to me, you can have all this money. And if you still have fear and lack, you're still in fear and lack. It's Mm -hmm. like, you know, and, um, you know, for me also health is, is gigantic priority because of that, what happened to me. And so it's always like in my calendar, I will always schedule things around my exercise and all of that, because it's such a giant value and priority in my life. Mm. But, um, Anyway, so as far as the money, like, yeah, we all have a relationship with money. And I think it's, it's, it's like, you don't go to the gym once and you're fit. You don't brush your teeth once and your teeth are clean for a week. You have to do it daily. So Mm -hmm. I feel this is um, an action with whether it's money mindset or just your self-worth, you need to constantly be feeding your mind, positivity, reading things. Um, affirmations. There's so many things you can do. Right. And that's why Mm -hmm. we're in that group where Mm -hmm. we can like feed each other and lift each other. And that's so powerful. Yeah, very. And the intention setting that you were talking about that you do as well at the start of the day, like that's, that's brushing your teeth, isn't it? Around your intentions about who you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Very powerful. Um, It's interesting that you raise that um, business partner who is male um, and how he, I guess it's generalizing about the genders, but um, it's still true in this case that, as you said, he's playful with money. And I think if I could say this, he probably doesn't take business things personally, does he? And so do you think that, yes, sometimes when women take things so personally in business that that can be a block as well? 
Uh, so, so such a true statement because what it is, is it's not even that it's, it's emotional. Women tend to be more emotional and, um, not again, we're not necessarily saying all women or all men are this way, but that is, tends to be the case is like getting attached to outcomes and, you know, just too emotional where, it is business. And I had a girlfriend realtor up in Michigan where I lived and she and her husband did investing all the time. And she was so good at negotiating because she was so it's business. This is business. Mm. It's nothing more. But when you are selling a person's home, there's so much emotion, like, Oh my God, I raised my kids here. You know, it's like, they're so connected. It's not like a, this is a business transaction, you know, you know, this is how much it's worth. Oh, but we did this to the house and this, to the, it's like, no, it's the market value. It doesn't matter what you pay, you know, what you paid into it, what you've done to it. But anyway, yeah, yeah, for sure. He, he just happens to have, I noticed because I'm so aware of the um, money stuff that I just noticed that he's so relaxed around money like he knows it's it's infinite and you can make more money he doesn't have this like clinginess around it you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and so you started talking a little bit about some steps around um energetics and law of attraction um and one oh, yeah. of them the first being to become aware and that's becoming aware isn't it of um some of the fundamental beliefs that we have but also being aware of the emotions that we have in in the moment as well um given that as women we're probably got more emotions going on so mm. if we're if we are aware um and we've at least achieved that point what's next um it's choosing new beliefs it's um starting to you know notice the limiting beliefs and how is that serving you and what kind of results are you getting with these beliefs and then what would be a better feeling belief better feeling thought um there's so many books on this mm. and you know when we do the same action and get the same results you know that's you, you've got to do something different to get a different result right so yeah it's becoming aware, it's writing them down, writing down the beliefs, and then writing down your new beliefs mm -hmm. and um, noticing your thoughts and paying attention because that's huge in manifesting and everything. Because, you know, I used to have when I was, I would like have a negative thought, and then I'd bump into something, or I'd have a negative thought, and I'd f spill something. It's literally like the universe telling me, <laughs> no, don't think that way. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, I'm telling you, this is what's happened. Um, but yeah, start watching, you know, listening to podcasts that are powerful and positive, mm -hmm. reading books. Um, if you, you know, go to the library, you know, there's so many powerful books, Louise, the Gabby Bernstein books, her book, super attractor is great. Mm -hmm. uh, Wayne Dyer, who is amazing. Um, the power of intention, his book, um, Louise, Hey, love yourself, heal your life. Super mm. powerful. That was one of my first amazing books. Mm. And she's all about, um, affirmations and loving yourself because we're all our worst critics. We're all our worst critics. 
So the minute you want to be shaming on yourself or upset with yourself, guilt, whatever, that's when you need to be most compassionate mm. to yourself. Mm. Mm. I'm coaching this one neighbor friend. Um, she is raising her three grandchildren. She's works a full-time job and she was having guilt around falling asleep in the morning for 30 minutes after they went to school. And her doctor even said, what's wrong with, what's wrong with taking a nap? And I said that she goes, well, I have guilt. I said, why? You're, you're in your fifties. You're raising three kids. You have a full-time job. Your body needs to rest, rest. Hmm. You should not have guilt. And so I'm helping her with a lot of things. And, um, and I, she's giving those kids a great, I mean, they could be in foster homes. I mean, she's yeah. doing so good by them and they have a great life. And so, yeah, it's all interesting. Um, yeah, it is. It is. The shoulds then that um, we we believe in and then make ourselves guilty about are interesting, aren't they? Because um, she's shooting on herself that, you know, she shouldn't be, she should be doing this, she should be doing that rather than rest. Um, but I know that you also really love Abraham Hicks um, and doesn't that entity say um, that our number one priority has to be ourselves and our, how we feel. Yeah. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Well, self-care because, um, I mean, there's always the saying that, you know, you have to put the oxygen mask on first to, to be able to help others, but it's more than that. Um, mm. we're all one. If you believe that we're all connected. So when I'm helping you, I'm helping myself. Yeah. But when I'm helping myself, I'm helping others, but she's not going to be the best employee, the best grandma, the best, anything, the best wife, if she's not feeling good. Yeah. So it's really powerful to take care of you. And you're also showing your role model for your children or your grandchildren or whoever, and showing them, you know, I taught a class yesterday and this guy was in there and he has three kids. His wife left him. She gets them every other weekend. He's 34 years old and he's raising three kids with a full-time job. And he feels like it's unfair and he feels drained emotionally and all the physically and all the things. And I said, you need help because it takes a village and you need help. But I told him, you know, when I say he needs help, I mean, help with the kids and, you know, yeah. Um, and the kids need to help out and stuff. But anyway, um, and so, but he's, he knows about the self-care. He's like, I have no time for me. And I'm like, you're right. You got to prioritize time for you, whether it's getting up an hour early or what, yeah. but you're right. Self-care is so giant. And us women, especially we have those things like guilt and shame and that's all a program because we're always taught to like serve everyone else and do for everybody else and feed everybody else. And you know, and it took me a long time to get out, to learn all the things. I remember the first coach that I hired in 2017 and she was like, we were on a group phone call and I, I don't think it was me. Somebody else was talking a lot and she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm taking up so much time. And she's like, never apologize again. <laughs> she like told her, do not apologize. Like you're allowed to talk take yeah. up space, take up time. And it was, it's so good. It was really a boost to confidence because I had very low self-worth and self-esteem for years. Mm, yeah. And I've worked on it. It's a wonderful yeah. reminder, isn't it? That, um, you know, what, what we want to say and share and what we feel is valid 
and to be allowed to express it or allowed. I mean, it's a right. We should, we should have the right <laughs> to express it. Um, so what you're saying around um, how we, you know, how we're showing up. So if our, if we're not looking after ourselves, of course, we're not showing up as the best um, partner, parent, grandparent, employee. Um, so therefore, of course, we're not getting the best out of life or the best outcomes because we're not at our best either. I mean, it just seems so obvious. Yeah, it's so obvious when you say it like that, but people just, it's its just a program. I mean, I, I've noticed it. You think you're over certain things and you've healed or grown and then some experience happens and you're like, oh, why did that show up? Why did that happen? Okay. I didn't honor myself. I didn't stay in alignment, mm -hmm. whatever. And yeah, it's, it's, um, it's all so interesting, but become the observer. I think that's really a great, the book, the untethered soul. He talks about that, like hearing the voice in your head. And he's like, well, that's not me. Cause I'm hearing it and I'm not the one, you know? So it's, it's really powerful. And, um, spending time alone, like meditation. And do you have a meditation practice, Jackie? Yes. I was texting you at five in the morning this morning, <laughs> just before I was going to meditate. And it's like, you oh. know, my, my sacred time, you can't interrupt it. So I was like, all right, yeah. I'm do this quickly. <laughs> right. No, good for you. It's so important. Just finding that time to, to do that. Because for me, it just, I, I hear, I get messages and, you know, part of how I changed my entire life was when I was at this event in Miami in 2021, and it was a three-day workshop, Gina DeVee. Gina DeVee wrote a book called The Audacity to be Queen. Are you familiar? No, I haven't come across that one. Okay. So it's required reading for every woman <laughs> on the planet earth. Okay. <laughs> FYI, if you want to hear everything we're talking about today, you want that book and it's called The Audacity to be Queen. Um, Gina DeVee, and it has all of the pillars, all the things we're talking about. Mm. Um, and, but anyway, so, um, I was at her event in Miami and I was the final night I'm washing my hands in the restroom of this Italian restaurant. And I got this divine download that I belonged in Florida. I belonged in Florida. And then I left and went back to the table and I told them and they were like, oh my God, that's exciting. You're gonna move to Florida. But of course I was like, mm, am I? I don't know. And then I went back to Michigan and it's all, everything fell in place and lined up. Mm. The stars aligned for me to go. My son graduated college. He was relocating. I needed to sell my home for financial purposes. And I didn't feel like I belonged there anymore. I was tired of the cold, but mm. I did. I stayed and looked at apartments locally and I thought, I cannot walk my dog in this cold. I'm done. And I was listening to one of my spiritual books, an audio book, um, Sonia Cachette. And she said, you accept the ebb with the flow. And I came back and I cleaned every room, took every, took the pictures, posted my house for sale. We closed on 22 Wow. <laughs> and then moved down here and uh, started all the, the, the different things. And eventually got my real estate license down here too. But the energy is so different down here. Everything I've been healing so much and growing so much here. Like it's incredible, um, super powerful stuff, but yeah, it's, it's being the, becoming the observer of your life. It's setting intentions. It's finding time for self-care, mm. 
knowing your worth, we are all worthy beings. If you woke up today, you are worthy. I had a rabbi on my podcast and he talked about this affirmation that God gives you um, when you wake up every single day that he has faith in you. If you wake up, God has faith in you and you are worthy, not because you have a college education, not because you um, look a certain way, you're just worthy for being. And that's a message I think everybody on the planet needs to hear and know. And we are abundant and it's in the Bible. And, and Gina talks a lot about it and she has her, a podcast too, Gina to be divine living. But anyway, um, and she does stuff from the Bible and she says, like, we're supposed to have abundance. Yeah, We're supposed to. And God wants that for us. It's like, or the universe, whatever you believe, but um, do you want your children happy and successful? Of course, right? Mm -hmm. We want the best for our kids. So, you know yeah. what I mean? As Why wouldn't you want for us? For yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's a wonderful message for our audience to leave on that, you know, we're inherently worthy. So that's beautiful. Thank you so much. Where would You're you so like welcome. to send our audience to what have you got to share or where can they connect with you? Oh, sure. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Linda brand coach. You can find my podcast at empowered the podcast, which is on um, all platforms, Spotify and Apple and empowered the podcast. There's several empowered. So it's me in a dress um, season two. And um my website, lindabrandcoach.com. So wonderful. Thank you. you. It'll all be in the show you. notes so people can scroll down and yeah. click on that um, and connect with you for more of your wisdom. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was so much fun. I love it. I love what you're doing. I love the name of your podcast and I'm so happy to connect this way. I hope you enjoyed that episode with Linda Brand. Some of the key takeaways for me were certainly around how Linda spoke about our cognitive bias being negative and that our cognitive bias also attracts the things that we believe we're going to attract or we see the things that we believe we're going to see. And so if we come to a challenge with low value and low worth and shame and guilt, then we're not going to see the potential that we could have. And then she talked about a couple of stages, which we've heard from a few guests as well, but Linda builds on it a little bit more. So the first is to become aware, and that's of our thoughts, beliefs, and emotions. So um, me in particular, I know that for a long time, I wasn't even aware of what I was feeling most of the time. So I didn't exercise for about 30 days where I recorded what I was feeling at different points in the day, three times a day, and what thoughts were underlying those feelings and challenge those thoughts because we aren't our thoughts or emotions. So I was unconsciously thinking a whole lot of things which weren't true, which were making me feel pretty shit and I didn't have to. And then you can choose new beliefs. So that's the second step. So choosing new beliefs, choosing to think different thoughts, challenge the old thoughts, create better thoughts and that's where your intention comes in. And I talk a lot about setting intention, particularly when dealing with a legal challenge. 
And then Linda also says, well, self-care is really important. So let's not beat ourselves up over it um, and let's support ourselves through whatever challenge we're going through. Linda also provided us with quite a few resources, a book called Energy in Motion, a couple of her podcast episodes to go back and listen to. And also uh, one of the guests was Freya and the other was Michelle. And then also Gina DeVee, which is another interesting person to follow. So I really hope you enjoyed that. If you want more wisdom in your life, then consider joining the Legally Wise Women Wisdom Suite. It's only $79 a month and there's no ongoing commitment. And that's $79 Australian. For that, you get something with me every week. So every other week, every fortnight, you have a live Q&A with me on Zoom. You can pre-submit your questions. I will answer your questions. You can come along live. You can ask me a question. I will answer it. Um, Super valuable because how much does it cost you to get answers from a lawyer? And if you uh, can't come along, you get the replay, of course, as well. Once a month, we do a new moon women's circle. So that's where we actually interact more with like-minded women and we do our intention setting. And then we have a power once a month check-in on Zoom as well. You also get twice weekly short skill building videos from me. And I do often pop in some extra skill building people from other people that I enjoy listening to. This is all in an online portal, so you can access it on your uh, PC, in your browser, Um, but it's also in an app on your phone as well. There are bonuses, of course, downloadable Word templates you can download and use for yourself. There's video explanations about how to use those templates. The templates are mainly business templates at this point for the business women out there, but if you need others, I can put them in by request. You also get all my courses, Legal Business Basics, How to Find and Hire the Right Lawyer, and How to Negotiate for What You Want, as well as other exclusive workshop recordings that I often have. So I would love to see you there and support you through whatever you are going through.